thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah Now that's, that's funny because you, I feel like you have to have a certain kind of personality for that, right? Um, and I feel like you have a a, a, pers- a certain kind of personality where you have the discipline to get to the objective. You know what I mean? Like I think as as a host, as a lead, you're 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 objective minded. I have to land this thing somewhere. I can't. I love yeah. to go where you want to take it, but I have to lead in this way and get us to the landing point. Uh, yeah, I, I got that from like I, I study interviewers and lead hosts and like a lot of people, but also too, to my tolerance of uh, authority. <laughs> I, I, I also I hate fluff. Like that's one of the things. Like right after authority, like I love for people to be direct, and that's why okay. people always say sometimes I'm too direct. Mm. And my whole family's like that. We get that from our grandma. Like, we're snappy. Like, it's always, when we're together, it's like back-to-back, one after the other. So I don't like when people talk around stuff or they try to take all day to get to whatever they was trying to say. And I think that kind of helps me in the, in the hosting space, too. Hmm. Like you said, I had to get in, get out here. You can juggle it around, do whatever you're going to do, play with it, pause. Then I'll come back in and get this thing right where we're supposed to be. So... Yeah, I think that plays into my personality even before this. I don't know why I'm, I'm I'm really low tolerant of like stupidity and fluff. Like when people just don't be getting it and or just I mean, wait, okay, wait, wait, and talking don't and get talking it. and talking. Yeah. What are you talking like when people don't get it? What do you mean? Like I'm low tolerance for stuff when I feel like people like it's it's obvious and they be like, well, you know, well, I don't. And they just slowing everything up by acting like they don't get the point. Not even acting like it, maybe they don't get it. Like, but is it something that's kind of you talking about like something that's simple? And I don't mean simple to Spike Lou, but I mean simple like subjectively. Yeah, relatively simple stuff. Okay. Like right. I hate when um like when you're out places and people get confused by shit. Like you in line behind somebody <laughs> and like the price and they like fumbling and bumbling around. Yeah. Like, bruh, like yeah, what, I, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like that. I'm definitely I'm like that with my wife. I, I'm, I'm like that with my wife at moments. Like I'm like back. It's like, wait, what? What's going on? Wait, but everybody's moving to the <laughs> left. Just get get right over to the. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I'm with you on certain elements like that. But yeah, those be the worst. Like you said, with stuff be. It's like right there. It's, it's right yeah. there. Yeah, and, and they be like, well, why? And, what? No, we not gonna do that. Uh, we on. not. We not. Yeah, just come on, go with the flow. We we'll uh, ask questions later. I'm a I'm a ask questions later guy. Okay, I'm just gonna go oh. with it. Ask questions later. Yeah, I'm definitely ask questions later. Okay, well, I'm, I'm okay. I can see that because it's like again, it's that objective minded. Yeah, what's the objective? What yeah, are we trying to yeah. figure out here? We can figure the, all right, the fluff exactly. out later. Yeah, what exactly. is this right here? Okay, I'm I'm very low okay. tolerance when it's not that. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till another moment to ask the next question that I had, but I, I wanted mm-hmm. to speak to some uh, shouts out to Nikki Duse. 
Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Shout out my guy Nick, man. Uh, but you had spoke something before about like him not really being into shows that are not pretty much black leads or predominantly black shows or black content per se. Him and Big Jeff. And, and Big, Big Jeff, Jeff had an argument about this today. Well, not How, okay. Well, group okay. Check, group well, chat discourse. Okay. How did that go? About what exactly? Um, I, I thought the last episode of Snowfall was absolute trash. Tune in to Frames Per Second this week for my review on it with the guys. But yeah, I thought this last episode was absolute trash. Okay. And uh, Big Jeff pushed back on me. And he was like, well, what would have happened if this was Yellowstone or Succession or Breaking Bad trying to poke fun at Mm-hmm. You know, those shows being more predominantly white shows and me mm-hmm. judging this more harsh because this is a black show. Mm-hmm. I said, well, they would have done it better. I can't help it that you don't like good TV. You know, I just, it's <laughs> on Big Jeff. Oh, man. But, but uh, it's not that I prefer white shows over black shows. It's two things. We were talking about this yesterday when we were talking about succession. I like seeing places that I'm not familiar with. I think you learn stuff that way. Okay. So you watch the stuff like mm-hmm. Yellowstone or Billions mm-hmm. or Successions. Like yeah. I don't know anybody in those rooms. I've never been in those. Yeah. Rooms. Yeah. So that kind of helps me with information. And then with black shows, it's almost they get too much shit wrong. Since you are the the complete mm-hmm. opposite side of that. Since you are from that world, it'd be a little small. Mm-hmm. You'd be like it wouldn't go that way, bro. Like this nigga be dead. Like it wouldn't be happening like this. Like this nigga goes on power or something. He'll turn into a complete samurai. Like this nigga going. <laughs> like how? Where would a nigga learn that? You ain't been to the Marines. You ain't on no police force. You ain't training or nothing. Like you going to the club every night, but somehow you go in ninja mode and like kill four five niggas and one like it's, it's be ridiculous shit like that. Wow. So I just feel like sometimes the black storylines are stretched. Little bit. Okay, so you feel like you're too close to the you too close to the connection of how it would happen versus how it's written out on TV. And I know that's judgmental. Well, I'm about to say that's more. It's kind of hard because that's a little subjective, right? Like what would happen? It's kind of almost the concept that lines up in your brain of you kind of count, kind of playing out the probabilities of things, right? So. Yeah, it's almost I, like I know what you mean. Football, though. Like let's say someone who is a Wall Street person or a banker looking at billions of succession, they like, nah, it wouldn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. How it would happen because I'm familiar with that world is more set in my head, like you're saying. Now I ain't saying it would 100 percent happen that way, but the way that y'all just played it, mm-hmm. highly unlikely versus what I think would happen. So then so you're right. You're not always right in that situation. I give you that. So then they so you feel that the shows that are that are not black, let's just say white because that's majority. You feel like they have an advantage on, uh, in this space in regards to you and most of us because you're not familiar with that world. So they have the element of surprise. They have the element of unfamiliarity. They have a lot of uh, situations. So you can come in with really no expectation versus black. You got expectations because you are you live the experience to an extent. So they do you feel like that's an unfair advantage? It is. Also, also, I also feel that sometimes we're not creative enough. Like you get to see other stories, okay. like with Yellowstone, a cowboy story, or with Breaking Bad, a fucking uh, teacher that turned into meth. Yes. With black, with us, I feel like it's always a drug story or a stripper yeah. sex story, like it's a street story. What you? Like, what are black people on Wall Street where it's predominantly centered yeah. around them? A good example I would give is Atlanta. They tried to push the boundary as much as they could and not like it was okay. 
it first, yeah. well, even when they diverged though i didn't like that because i was expecting something else but mm. yeah yeah i mean they do like you said have an advantage because i'm not familiar with that world but if we were more creative and told more stories maybe we could catch up on that advantage you know like what we the need more stories than just the drug stories or the street we stories do, we the do BMF stories that's like, a fact you know what i'm saying but you know, you know walter white and shit well you know the challenge is bro what's that a lot of these writers and creators it's very challenging to write from a place that you're not familiar with the black experience is not as expounded as the white experience or even the white uh presentation that has been presented to them like even out that's a white people that have had a regular my dad had money i grew up okay i, I had a good job got a wife kids the regular whatever we stereotype white people as right mm -hmm. but then they get all of this content that expounds the layers of white people where now it's like, oh, we are uh, scavenger hunters, or we are uh, mountain climbers. Oh, we do, we we do this, we do. This. So they have a more broader perspective when it comes because their experience has been different. Us, we have such. It's, it. I feel like the creativity becomes limited because the experience is becoming limited. So that's why you get these repetitive songs. We get some of this repetitive content in regards to movies and television. I think Atlanta. I think you 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 think about kind of a nerdier black man that had the imagination and if you are fortunate enough through your black experience to have an imagination of thinking this would be cool this would be dope outside of the experience but yet believable i think you got something on your hands but i think that is a very challenging you know prerequisite to get to the table of just creating you know what i mean we talk about starting at negative getting up to zero so i but i, I agree with you I, i'm I, I think we need to be more creative but i think that we don't have that same advantage because of our experiences yeah that's true creative and open-minded and maybe the people in the rooms listening to the pitch for those shows mm. aren't as open-minded either like they're not open for a black version of game of thrones okay for lack of a better thing but something sci-fi oriented where it's all black people yeah likely are you to see that right because like yeah they would think that we wouldn't be interested in it they would think that we want to see all drug stories or street stories or shit that we can relate to mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the chicken and the egg like um, when they go in there and pitching the sci-fi black stuff like mm -hmm. i'm sure the executives like well there's no proven market for that mm -hmm. where's the black sci-fi story that you know of you know what i'm saying like where's yeah. where where's yeah. outside of what's been successful black stories like where would they have that reference point to say this would work yeah unfortunately you know i've been nerding out here lately too and we'll get oh, into it and stuff but i've been nerding out bro i started a i started another instagram page uh like a blend page between Fenster? no just <laughs> no it's just another you instagram know what a, is? a fake instagram Fence? page yeah Nah, I ain't got no fence to like I because I don't got no I don't got nothing to get off on that in that way like no reason to okay. nah like maybe it's say would you do a fence to maybe your personality might fit that a little more I don't know <laughs> but you so direct though I don't see yeah I, don't I was gonna say I don't know how my personality would fit that no I don't I wouldn't waste time I don't have nothing to get off like on the under yeah. like, you know what I mean like I guess I don't have like somebody got to get it off where they look that one way and they need to get this on the but I started a, a a blend page, another meme page, a blend page between Sopranos and uh, Twin Peaks because I followed this page and I kind of nerded out. I didn't know nothing about this show, Twin Peaks. 
But I am so open to the first season. Yeah, I'm actually almost done with the third season that they did in 2017 when it came back. But there's a page called Sign Peaks, and it's a blend between Sign. Yeah, so he has a podcast. He he wrote a script. There's a lot of layers of creativity here that's working. Anyway, I was looking at his his reels, and I'm like, man, this is creative. He's taking these Seinfeld skits, taking the laugh tracks out, putting the Twin Peaks uh, Angelo. sound behind it and it's turning into a whole different uh concept and i was like what is this i'm like man i gotta check this out so i went on this whole rabbit hole of nerding out on just research and finding out about this then i started finding all kind of other pages and i didn't got into it now a whole experience for a black man this is so a remix yeah remix yeah like you like blends though you sent me a blend when we first met each other like UGK and Tupac or something. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a uh, Outcast and uh, Dungeon Family and Tupac. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, because to take a concept and and then flip it and take a put your own own touch on it, it now becomes something else. It's essentially the sample concept, taking something that was once one thing and now becomes something else because of your creative vision and touch. That's why I appreciate that. But nonetheless, I said all that to say is like I open myself and expose myself to. Uh, nerding out and I'm kind of a fan of people that nerd out about stuff when they're passionate about it I think that's dope like when you just be like really into it I think that's dope because I feel like we be so chill and lackluster about stuff like yeah you know whatever except for sports but like when people can nerd out about something and they really into it I will sit I there did and- that. I did that with Game of Thrones I nerded out about that like I was into like all yeah, like the that. different shit and watching the YouTube shit I even went to Shout out my guy Scoops. We went to uh, one of the little dinner things where what, they do what, the what, horse what? jousting and shit. Yeah, what? like they got a whole Game of Thrones dinner, bro. What? It's like, uh, man, they be doing the duels. They bring oh shit, like a whole chicken and you eat with like wooden uh, silverware <laughs> and shit and they come out with the hear ye, hear ye and knock bro. each other off the horses and shit. It's pretty cool. You ain't got it no footage? Cool. Well, I mean... It might be something on my phone somewhere. I'd send it to you. We could put oh, it on bro. I, mean, I can't even imagine you doing that. That's yeah, I was tight. super into it, too. Like, Scoops was surprised. Like, man, I can't believe you, Lou. You know all of this I shit. promise I can't, like, because like, it's so, like that, man. Get out of here. Like, you see, like, you'd be like. I was into it, too. I knew what was going to come up next and knew the little. He was like, how you know that? <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing. We can I was on. really I was off in the game of Thrones 100%. Yeah. No. Is, would you, are you into the cons? Like, the, the like, the, the comic cons? Uh, I've seen it down here when people had it on in Atlanta because it's based here. Mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't. I haven't had time to find a, anyone that I'm interested in. I wouldn't be okay. against it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't really gotten to dive in. The reason why Game of Thrones jumped out to me, I like, again, settings and worlds and mm-hmm. when they put a lot of depth into the story. When I first started watching it and realized all the history that he had written behind it and looking at the YouTubes and the family scrolls. I'm like, oh, this shit is pretty interesting. Yeah. But um, I don't know how I had time to do that back then, but I did and I just <laughs> got lost in it. So yeah, I, I appreciate people that, I love people that are informationalists or experts in a field. Like mm-hmm. can tell you everything about something. I agree with you there, whether you call it nerding out or whatever. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, I like people that get deep off into mm-hmm. shit pause. Yeah. So with that being said, we 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 spoke to uh, Nick, and I want to ask you how how important do you think it is of diversifying your content? 
And it, it, it speaks to that with Big Jeff. And I know we just talking about TV shows or, or whatever, but I think there's a bigger picture at play. It's not just about watching black shows over white shows or whatever. I want to ask you before I jump in here, how, do, how important has it been for you and your experience? Like, is there something in real life you gained by diversifying your content uh, reception it could be music it's like man because i listened to this it gave me a different look on it. because i watched this i had a whole understanding or like or i read this that was why a white author or a asian or whoever like outside of black by diversifying yeah. that how, how do you think that's important and if it is why is it important to you yeah it is it's absolutely important you can't be in the same bubble all the time um, for me, like I was just saying, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that was one of it. Uh, golf, as I mentioned a lot, you don't see a lot of people like us in that golf space. Mm-hmm. And I've learned just through playing it and going out and talking to people, different things from that. And I, I grew up in a, though I grew up in a all black like our neighborhood, mm-hmm. they shipped us to a school outside of our uh, district, and it was like seventy percent white. It was seventy thirty, okay. okay. and I'm talking about like white white, like not want to be black white i'm talking about white for white folks and we was cool with we were cool with a lot of them mm-hmm. like we would have our joking sessions or whatnot but it wasn't any like unless they was rednecks it was some some of those there too that you didn't get along with but it was some of the just regular white folks it was oh man you got gold teeth how did you do that and just just different <laughs> shit that we would go about like it, it was just fun so being able to um operate in those spaces and being I don't, I, I don't know how to say this without it coming off sounding uh, critical, but not be, not being niggerish. Okay. Like in certain ways, you can be certain places that you can act certain ways, and there's some other places where you're not not being yourself, but you have a little bit more tact mm. because the situation calls for it. I don't think that's selling out or being fake. I think no. that once you diversify yourself. You understand that different places call for different portions of you. You yeah, know what I mean? Extinctions. Extinctions. Absolutely. So I feel like it's very important in diversity that you learn those different spaces, different mm-hmm. places, learn those different use that you need to be in there and being able to, you know, uh, be put your best foot forward, yeah. if that makes sense. But yeah, I think diversifying your content is it is uh, very important however my thought process is i want to speak for people i always want to speak for people who can relate to me mm-hmm. so i don't see too many people like me on tv or just doing podcasts especially when we started it mm-hmm. so that was my main objective before diversifying was making sure that my voice was accurate Mm-hmm. Of where I came from, the people that fuck with me, the people whose experience was similar to mine. Mm-hmm. We may not have always the same ideas or, or whatever it may be, but I did want them to be able to resonate with. They can say I'll lose you wrong, but I get where you're coming from. I'm cool with that. Uh, but I, that was my main objective. And then being able to diversify that, knowing okay. that I'm speaking for a group of people, that group of people is satisfied with what I'm speaking and what I'm saying, whether they agree or not agree, then take that. To the next level into those different spaces that we're speaking of still being able to be that representation but knowing when to turn it on here turn it up some here turn it up some there without losing the authenticity long-winded answer yeah but it's, it's that detail though it, it's that yeah. deep for real 
Um, I can go on and on about it too because I got so much more to ask with it because, uh, like, so I grew up and this is like one of the canons for me, like that built my upbringing. Uh, preteen to teenage years, like I grew up on the grassy, and that's a Canadian show. Canadian show. Find that. What was it on TV? It was on TV. It was on a network called The Inn that I think they got bought out by Nickelodeon or the they was part of The Inn, which was it went from Noggin to The Inn. I'm like 11, this 12. Was a local channel in, in, in Indianapolis? No, this one I lived in Kentucky, but it wasn't local. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, you. but it wasn't, I, it wasn't local. It may have been regional. I don't know. It, it was a thing, though. You can find it. You can find it online, but, uh, but their experience, like they didn't have a ton of black characters in there, but they had some black characters. I mean, they had one main black character that was in there, and then they started adding a few. But Drake, wasn't it? Well, I forgot. I forget. Yeah, Drake. How <laughs> what do you think about Drake? Aubrey Graham, but yeah. Man. But he he was actually I'm tripping. He was a huge character in there, but but the experiences and things that I learned from that show is like it 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 crosses color lines, bro. Like it to this day, like not too long ago, I went back and watched it again at this age, and I just ah man, I just it's so different because I'm a parent, so I'm looking at it from two point of views, uh, from like childhood nostalgic nostalgia, and then being an adult and being a parent. But again, it's like those experiences, just watching shows. Like I, I just feel like as a black man or black person. I don't watch this sh- like white people are the default of everything in this country. So when I'm watching it, I don't look at it like, oh, this is a white people thing until certain characteristics come out. I'm like, okay, this is a- I look at it as okay, you're a kind of a generic body to fit what's going on with the story or the script. So I can't I never look at shows, and I think a lot of black people do this, but I don't look at white people experiences in shows like I can't do that. Or I can't understand that. Or but do you look at it like there's no way it could happen to me? No, mm-mm. I think there's nah. some black people's hang up. Like this shit wouldn't be happening to black people. Like yeah, it's like, a scary, good it's a classic bad. scary movie trope, right? Like, okay. Nigga, we wouldn't even went in there. Like what? Let's, I think that's how we look at everything. Okay. Because okay. that's our perspective. Like we have the perspective of being in the general vicinity of each other and that like-mindedness. Not saying it's good or bad, but we like that. Like, nigga, I would have yeah. no, nigga. I, like, or we quick to say, man, that's some white folk shit. They yeah. have no nigga. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we do that. You're right. I, yeah. I do think there's moments. Yeah, there's moments. But I think as an overall overarching vision of it, I don't think I. I and I'm just looking at like, like for example, I just started a show and don't clown me, but I just had to. I just started 90210. I never watched this before. This is a big thing, obviously, in the nineties. That's you know interesting, though, because I, I I've thought about watching that in Melrose Place because I didn't watch that shit. Was that huge. shit was huge, bro? When I was, uh, I don't even know how old I was, but I remember it I, came I out in ninety. So shit. yeah, like that shit was huge. I was, was I was just being born, bro. Like so, like but, but I again, st- yeah. that go to what you just said. You know why I didn't watch it? Because of the, it's all white people in the rich. That's some white folk shit. Like niggas yeah. was back then. I'm like, man, yeah. what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, that's right, bro. No, but I'm, I would be definitely open to watching it today, though. Yeah, it's it's very nostalgic. I'm in the first season. Uh, and the first thing I know is like the '90s fits, the '90s, everything about it. It just, it made it made my heart feel warm because I'm really a big fan of nostalgia. That's that stuff. 
I remember that stuff. So, but nonetheless, once I get past that, like I'm following and I don't watch these young characters that are rich, that are, you know, well off because they got real problems, which is the concept of the show. But I don't watch it like, oh, because they're white. I can't relate or because that's not my experience as a black man. Like I look at it and I pull from that, bro. I jink I've watched so many white shows. I got so many under my belt. We talked about Friday Night Lights. That's one of your joints. You know what I mean? That's one of my favorite shows. That's one of I watched that. I watched One Tree here. I've watched so many Lost. I mean, it's well, so let me many. Ask you this. Yeah. What about comedy? Like comedy like, shows? Get, or stand up. Oh, Cuz you know that's that's Okay. A, that's white folks comedy nah, Like you see a white comedian up there You be like oh, yeah. Shit ain't funny to me You know what I, I mean I, 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 white, I, I But watch. the white people Be out there rolling Okay Or you'll see a black I, I think Okay What we were talking about With experiences mm. Like you'll see a black comedian Killing it But the white folks They, they won't get it like, Why is that funny You know they'll be looking around In the crowd mm. Yeah well that's, well that's different Because stand up is It's under the radar Scripted by the mm-hmm. actual comedian so there is some format but it's built on a personal observation i think script yeah. has forms of that but i think that it's it's more built on a concept more so than it is a personal observation on things and i and That's then there's multiple point. viewpoints it's just like rap or music it's it's all those things are kind of meant to connect from a personal standpoint however i have watched instagram clips of hispanics or asian or white women whoever and i catch them I'm, and and i had i feel like we have me and you the type of men we are we have the level of thinking where we understand those layers even without the lack of experience as far as nuance of sarcasm or nuance of oh i see where you were taking that even if we're not falling out crying laughing we understand where you're going with it because of our experience of diversifying the content you know what i mean so yeah that makes sense so i mean just to just to put it in a, in a rapid on wrap a bow on this part of it uh that di- diversify man go check out some shows stop looking at i don't listen to white people like if if you if what all you rap what about with rap like white rappers yeah, like have you ever been able to relate to Eminem? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I like. I really like. I couldn't listen. I listened to like. I've listened to his albums, of course, but I've always looked at it like all oh, this white people stuff. But you, I think that's where the see because again, it's it comes into, and maybe that's why black people don't watch the white shows because of the personal connection. You're looking for the personal, like with music, it. you're looking for the personal. But maybe for me and you with TV, we're not looking for the personal. If that's we gain a personal, we were like, "Cool, that's the extra on top of it just being dope." But that I think good point. So that might be yeah, what it is, bro. I'm not looking at Seinfeld for any personal connection, exactly. but I am picking up on the white humor, hmm. uh, the sarcasm. Like, oh, okay, and that yeah. helps. Like you said, that helps you when you yeah. out in the world. You're like, ah, oh, okay, this corny white dude, he likes Seinfeld. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I get you. Ha uh-huh. ha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. But I could, I, I've, and I think that with Eminem, I came in with that idea. It's like I'm not looking for the personal, even though this is in hip hop, a very personal genre. I didn't go, I didn't go into Eminem's looking at it like that. I kind of put him in the white show concept. Mm. I guess that's probably because I, I don't listen to him now. But I mean, one last stuff thing I like. on that note, I thought of just now. It makes too when you are diverse, it makes you less intimidating. People love when they think you know what they're talking about. So if you can somehow relate, 
like you yeah. said when we're talking about the sopranos or mm-hmm. talking about side field or curb mm-hmm. your enthusiasm game of thrones people are stuff that things don't well people don't expect you to know about it you can oh, hit them yeah. with a line from there or some classic pop culture so, oh oh yeah a lot more comfortable oh yeah walls come down oh you listen to Aerosmith, or you yeah. know a song or whatever mm-hmm. it may be mm-hmm. totally different that's a fact and you strap you strap yourself up with ammunition like you don't you don't realize like you like you talked about sports you watch sports that's a, that's those that's ammunition right there any man any room you go in you got ammunition for a conversation so i, I look a at perfect example yeah uh before we move on on the sopranos i had no idea of that song that they played that journey don't stop believing mm-hmm. I, didn't, I had no idea that yeah. it was such a cult classic yeah. Now you can play that somewhere and white people just start coming around like moths to a flame. They're like, oh shit, journey. Like, yeah. Do they little rock out thing? Like, I'll play it one day at work and like, the white guys surprised I even had the song Boy. on my goddamn iPad. Boy. But yeah, that's that's one thing that made me think of that. But I learned that song from the Soprano. Yeah. I would have no yeah. idea about it. That's a fact. I me too. That was, the, that was a white folk That's, that's a the real white classic. Folks version for them. Of, that's the white folks' version of uh, the maze of Frankie Beverly. Really? Dun, dun. Yeah, you know oh, that's, that's a great song. comparison, dun, dun. bro. Yeah, that's their version. Do 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 like ah. Uh, that's their white version. That is uh, just to, like you said, to put a bow on what I was going to say right before is uh, if all you want to focus on is your audience just to be black, then just stay in the black realm. That's what I want to say to anybody. If you don't want to diversify, you want to stay in the black realm, do that. But understand your your demographic is going to be smaller because we tend to not have time or we tend to not buy into people as much. And so we the support level is different. For me, I am mainstream, bro. I, I, I started looking at it. When we started Good Earners, man, I'm mainstream. This is mainstream right here. I'm crossing over and I'm cool with that because... We're gonna. I'm gonna always represent myself as a black man, but I don't have to be the stereotypes of certain levels of ignorance that people try to place us in because of the lack of diversity in in our mm-hmm. content. So for me, if you want to just stick to black and watch black shows only, you do that by any means. You good with Big staying deal. being local? Be local, and I don't <laughs> mean that like don't take it as a diss. But like if if you want to be local, be local. You know what I mean? But for me, it's like no. I'm and I ain't trying to be like famous or huge. But I'm just saying that, like, I I yearn to get in rooms with diverse conversations and diverse walks of life. That's me. Now, I don't want to just be amongst my people only. I want to reach my people, but I also want to have conversations with other people. And that's true to life for me. Uh, not nah, the, the school part don't bother me as far as her going to school. They're, they got more than just, you know, white kids. They got other races, but it's just. That's the norm everywhere, you know, everywhere. God, I just realized that where it's like you get kind of uncomfortable. It's that many where you start getting uncomfortable. I don't know if you. That's the experience that you've had. I missed the first part of it. You said it was just a lot of white people. Yeah, it's just it's just so much like at the job. It's already like it's it's just two black people. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay. Then you know you go to the store, you may go in there and may be the only black people. You may see maybe two or three more, and lucky if there's families. So it's get it gets to a number where it starts to become uncomfortable, like where you start to get self conscious about the you thought. Feel like they're watching you or something. Yeah, you can't. Even though I know that's probably not true, but it's just like I can't shake it off because I know that 
I stand out. We stand out dramatically because we're the only black people. And it's so it's like kind of everywhere we go, it's kind of the thing. So it's like, okay, we need to find somewhere where it's a little bit more diverse, even if it's a Hispanic as well. You know what I mean? Just a little more diversity. Even mm. our realtor said the same thing. He's uh he's Italian. She is she black he he Italian. Yeah. He's Italian man, mm. he's real cool. Uh, but he's even like wanting to like kind of find an area was a little more diverse. <laughs> Interesting. You never feel you have well you're in that. Atlanta, so it's totally different. <laughs> yeah, it's I've always like I know my cousin come down here. She said my the last time my cousin was down here, she asked me. She was like, Man, you don't get tired of black people all the time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, she said you don't get tired of like everywhere you go. It's like a black thing, and it's like you mm-hmm. know, you know how we do. Yeah, whether good or bad, one way or the other. She said you don't get tired, and I don't. I appreciate it. I like wow. living in a predominantly black city. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool for me. So you could do the Leon uh, thing. What's the Leon thing from Snowfall? Could you have done that? Like like actually go to Africa and yeah. Oh no no no. Okay, no. All right. they still <laughs> I, I didn't kissing know. and shitting outside. My mom actually just left from over there. Really? And um, yeah, she was. T- she she was. It was funny. She was saying they were uh, that scene in Snowfall. They had literally the week that it came out. They went and saw that the day before. Mm. And she had came back two weeks later because they were over there for two weeks. She was like, "Oh, I just seen." And I said, "Yeah," because I was telling her to watch Snowfall. And she's like, "We was just over there." But I, yeah, um, I don't think I could live in Africa. Mm. Um, I don't think I could do. I don't because there, far there are some very affluent per, uh, places. I want to be clear and not sound ignorant, mm-hmm. but there also are some places where she said it ain't no, there is no middle class. That's the best way to put it. Either oh, you rich wow. or you poor, and, and you either like rich, rich, or you poor, poor. Hmm. So, like, just trying to find that wow. balance. I, I wouldn't want to be, yeah. That, I, I need that gray. I need yeah, that, that gray that. area is important with that because. I'm not super rich, so yeah. I wouldn't be the rich rich over right. here. I damn so don't want to be the poor poor. Man. But they was yeah, she was like, it ain't no like either you got money or you don't over here. It ain't no like in between faking it till you making it or nothing of the sort. Uh, and like some of the places, not to sound too first world problemish. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still piss the shit outside in some places. Like just mm-hmm. got a hole cut in the ground. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that in 2023? You doing that? Can you imagine going to take a shit and you like you got to sit and it's just outside? I mean, I could probably do like a compost toilet. What's that? It's like a toilet where you basically, essentially, it's like a garbage bag in the toilet and you throw sawdust in it. Mm. I was we, some shit y'all grew up with in Florida. No, no, it's not actually. I, I, <laughs> that's funny. We out. We were going to do the tiny home thing. Legitimately, mm. I don't know mm. if you're familiar with mm. that, but that lifestyle promotes that. Okay, well, it promotes that active living, and that was the goal when we moved here. But you know, once we got here, she kind of changed so, her mind on it, and then I, I just went with the wave. Yeah. So that seemed but, like too much maintenance, right there. It could be maintenance. Having I mean, to change a toilet seat. But nuts. but you don't have to have a, a compost. You can have a regular legit uh plumbing wa- and shit. Yeah, with water tanks. You can have the you know, depending on how your budget is and where you want to put it. But uh yeah, legit that's I was prepared for that, you know what I mean? But yeah, I get that. I mean What made you know. want to do a tiny home? Like why why did the idea present itself and why did you not decide to do it? Well, I know you said your wife. I wanted to do it, um, because 
I, I speak about time all the time. So I, I wanted to get more quality out of life, right? So in order to get more quality out of life and what I believe is just having more time. And then once you have that time, what can you do with that time? Well, you need finances, right? So then it's like, okay, I need to have time to do the fun and enjoyable things and try new things, but I also need money to do that too. How can I blend the two? All right. Well, if I buy a tiny home for 35 to let's say 75 grand with the works right. put into it, I'm only paying for rental space for the land. I don't really have to work often, if at all. I could probably do a remote position. I don't have a rent other than the space. My expense and my cost is very low. So I'm looking at I'm looking at the margins and the margins tr- would be a tremendous like I would be almost living like really like a king like cuz the margins would be so low. It's I mean you're you're doing you're not even using like regular le- electricity. You know what I'm saying? You're using um not UV lamps. A generator. Generator or the uh I don't know why it's not coming to me, but the, the the joints that you put on your roof, solar panels. So you're using solar panels. You got a hook. You got a whole system. Like I studied this thing because that's how I get when I'm really into something. So uh, I'm just looking at the margin. And I'm like, man, this is the move. You know what I mean? So, how, and how much? Look, when you say margin, like, are you meaning? Because you still got to pay for the land, right? Right, but but you can you can you can rent a space. Uh, overall maintenance is cheaper. You say, yeah, than a house. Well, yeah, because if you got a tiny home, it, it you can sit it somewhere if you want to rent it, or if you want to move around, you can. They got wheels on it, so you can attach it to your vehicle. But if you want to set it somewhere, you can put the skirt on the bottom and cover the wheels. So it's it's a lot to it, bro. It how really much are it? Uh, it can range from <laughs> depending on how much space you want. You can range from twenty grand all the way up to I mean, sure some people didn't went crazy like one hundred fifty grand. But in re- reality, a good one for like a family our size. You could probably pay I think about 75 Like if you want to really Get the works You want to get All of the The fixings And stuff like that 75 all out With it built And you can get it built In probably three months uh, It's 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 crazy I, I still yearn to do that But you know Maybe in a different Time of life Lord willing But but yeah So but you live off the grid Yeah mm-hmm. You'll do be, that And like Let's be like 30, 40, 50, 60 miles From the closest town Or something Just out in the middle Of the wilderness and shit Have to stock up Every month On your supply I don't know. Like if walk that, to Whitewoods and uh, Breaking <laughs> Bad. Would you do that? Yeah, I'm open to it, bro. I'm 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 surprisingly, yeah. I'm weird like that. I, I I would be open to that. Interesting. So let me ask you a question. Then this is completely <laughs> random. Being that you'd be into that, like let's say that with everything that's going on, the world started to like go mm-hmm. to shit. Is that what you would do? You would try to like stick it out and survive? Like, are you going out fighting the zombies? Like, what's your uh, Playing action, like you like, because me, I'm like, fuck it. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not trying to be in an apocalyptic world. Okay. So I just go out like Queen Latifah. I'm just running out, shooting the zombies, hope they okay. eat me. I ain't trying to be here, you no know, twenty years living like fucking uh, Walking Dead. Mm, yeah. I ain't trying to survive or be no survivalist. A woman I used to work with, well, she don't work there anymore, but she she was a, I don't know if she still listens, but shouts out to her if she still listens, but uh, she had said, she, we used to joke about it all the time, she talk about like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get him crush up some pills, and I'm going to put it on a sandwich, I feel she's it. like, yeah, so I, we make a joke about it, I right, get your pill sandwich, you know, but, um, mm. nah, I'm, I'm definitely still surviving, bro, life's worth living. You putting on the Rambo cap, and you, 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 yeah, you life's worth living. Is that because you have a family, you think, or is this just you? 
if it was you by yourself you out there like rambo i mean it probably would have a crazy psychological toll on you if you were by yourself it it it, because you're 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 constantly fighting and there's nothing to fight for but yourself family probably like you said just living i mean you're right but but I think that your life itself, you almost look at it. I don't know. I feel like you almost look at it like, and eh, if I go, well, you know what I mean? Kind of like, but that's why got, I wouldn't try to stick around for a long yeah, time. But you ain't, if but I you ain't, you ain't dolo dolo. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like you ain't flat out. If you was flat out dolo, I could see that a little more like, all right, well, whatever. But it's like, okay, wait a minute. I'm cool if I'm gone, but I'm not cool if I'm gone and you still here. Okay, wait a minute. I kind of need mm. to try to live because I can't. I don't want you to be after. You know what I mean? I can't leave you. You see what I'm saying? I'm That's what. I'm just gonna blow the whole shit up. All oh, this Let's <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> That's funny. I can see that though. I mean, because like I, I mean, that's just imagine, bro. Like trying to survive in a like no stores, no. It ain't nothing. You can't get in the car and go nowhere because the interstates and shit shut down. Like you got to get out here and get it how you live. That shit seemed like like you got to find food and shit every day. Yeah. You take medicine. You got to find that. Like that shit seems like it'll be just too much of a headache, bro. Yeah, but you got less headaches with the regular things that we deal with. I mean, but we have conveniences that make this stuff worth dealing with. You would you agree? Like you can go grab you a, a drink if you drink. You can smoke. You can go to the store, have a nice steak, and cook it if you enjoy cooking. Well, I mean, go yeah, out it, to it, eat. Like all of those things. Just just think of a defunct society. Would you want to live in that? You, you, what's you the, they got no options other than every day you got to wake up and figure it out. What we gonna eat? What we gonna sleep? <laughs> like, is it safe to shit here? Like all of this stuff. I think the you initial- would enjoy waking up doing that every day. Well, I think once you get the initial, once you get past that, like you've seen in most, you know, these prison movies or these post-apocalyptic shows, after a while, once you get used to it, you start to find joy in different areas. But I think that initial shock, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know. I just ain't the person that just put all my stake in, like, I, you just got to have a certain kind of internal peace. For me, I have that, so it doesn't. It would suck. It would be whack. I would be in disarray. I would be probably depressed. All those things. But after I get past those facts, I will start to try to find find the beauty in it. And that's that's just I guess that's just the person that I am. So I I know this is super random, but I don't know. I just I just think life is worth living. You know what I mean? Like once you once shout you, out to you, man. <laughs> shout out to you, you buddy. You shout out to you, shirts. <laughs> that's what. Shout out to you, man. Oh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So. But how do you how do you get though when you you take taking it back a few notches? How do you get when you're around a lot of white people in long doses? Huh. That's a good question. Because <laughs> short doses we can handle. Like oh yeah we good you know get in get out whatever. All right how you doing or know how you doing? Just get what you came for. What kind of white people are we talking about? Uh. Like, cause it's different. Ca- it's different ca- kinds of white. Just people, your right? casual white people, not your Atlanta white people. It's <laughs> used to us. <laughs> yeah, like your uh, your your casual, probably Southern. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna say they racist, man. I'm just to say your casual white people. That's just like I don't know how else to put it. I, I'm black. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's, that's funny. <laughs> if that see. That's hard to answer because I'm primarily 
like my personality is what it is. I don't, white people don't intimidate me or and I'm not saying that you saying that mm-hmm. either, but my social meter is low anyway. So it can be white people or black folks. I'm ready to go for long. If you're doing too much talking to me, if it's mm-hmm. over, like you're paying too much attention. If the mm-hmm. focus is on me, mm-hmm. as I assume that it would be in a room full of white people and I'm the only black person there, then not long. It ain't going to be long before I'm ready to get up out of there. If I'm able to just be in the back, like we just doing a show, like if I was at a, take for example, Chris Stapleton or somebody like a white dude, mm-hmm. you wouldn't see a lot of black people at the show. I could chill in the back long as I don't have to be social or interactive but if I got to be social or interactive like maybe two hours see I think that almost <laughs> two hours, two hours. Maybe, see, I almost yeah. think that makes it a little easier low-key for me being social or interactive like well if somebody comes up to you and then you y'all really start carrying on let's say I talk about some Game of Thrones you're like okay now it kind of pulled that uncomfort level of Man, because I was in the store the other day, and it's late. I I I really try, I really do try to give, and I really do try to give white people the benefit of the doubt. Because I just I believe in such a level of intelligence with people that I think that you can you cannot be racist and just have a problem with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or you can just be yourself and not necessarily have a problem with other ethnicities. I try to mm-hmm. operate from that. I never try to look like oh, because I'm black. I I really try not to do that. But it was just this lady that just kept doing the most around me. I'm like, what is, what is your issue? What do you mean doing the most? We're in the aisle. I'm in a store that's kind of like a fresh produce store, right? Probably like sprouts more or some shit type of yeah, like like you imagine probably vegans, vegetarians, and people that like fresh vegetables, like whole foods, whole foods type of joint. Detweilers. Okay. I'm in there. I'm looking for a specific item. I'm in the I'm in an aisle, just a regular aisle. This ladies. On this side of the aisle I'm on this side There's a couple little items in between In the aisle Just in the middle like sales She goes around the little thing And comes back my way It's just mm-hmm. me and her in the aisle mm-hmm. Excuse me Okay I'm gonna slide over Whatever mm-hmm. But you could've just reversed out You wasn't really <laughs> This is this, So I'm like But I'm giving you the benefit Alright Whatever Okay I go about my business. I'm I'm about to get ready to check out, but I'm on my phone because I'm trying to trying to get get my money together. Lady pops up again. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. going past, but she's like close to me, going past, almost like too close for comfort. Let's just put it that way, cart wise. Like you're way. I don't have a cart or anything. It's just me. Okay. I get out the store. <laughs> The lady is there again. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, and I'm like, "What is this lady's problem?" And what I was she doing outside the store? She was headed to How a did car. You run into her out there, okay. But she she was like happened to be next to me, but I I moved completely away. I'm like, but this lady, she probably was a like a lesbian, like white lady. <laughs> but what makes you say she was a lesbian? Uh, the uniform was there. <laughs> She looked the, like, oh, she looked definitely like a PE like teacher. <laughs> yeah, she had to cut. You know what like I mean? She one had to of those cut. gym teachers with the yeah, short absolutely. hair. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely had some Rosie O'Donnell. No, I'm just, uh, so, do you think she was trying to be friends or? I, I don't even think it's ironic. Because the behavior to me was like, okay, this may not be racial. This is normally behavior when I'm trying to cuff my chick because I don't like men like that. Right? You, that's the behavior I was thinking. But you wasn't around. You didn't have nobody with you. 
I have no idea right now to this moment, bro, what that was about. Maybe you just were sensitive to the situation. I didn't. I wasn't even mad. I was just like, "What are you doing? Why? Why did she you go?" Feel like she kept purposely running into you. I, I don't know, bro. I just—it's just weird to me. Like that's why I say I don't try to pin it to racism. I try to do everything before. Like even when we talked about the other situation, like I still don't think you're racist because you felt that way. You could be ignorant, but that don't mean you're racist. Like I don't try to put that on what? people. Well, I don't want to date this this part of it, but bump it. Uh, just. About the the domestic thing, about the black men versus just men first. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I don't think you're racist because you you get you over. I felt that you overlooked that point. You know what I mean? I don't think that. I just think that sometimes you could be unaware or ignorant or just unfamiliar. Um, but I don't know. I just uh i'll say this to your yeah. point like white people don't bother me as much as i would i would feel less comfortable around other ethnicities than i would white people i don't know if that's conditioning from america mm. or what mm. like bro I, i'm not gonna go nowhere where they playing all latin music and it's all like latin people in there mm. i wouldn't dare do that i wouldn't Whatever. go to somewhere that was like uh southern asian indians like and they was all of them in there that's so unfamiliar though in what sense We've we like you said conditioning, you know, and then oh, also, being around. Yeah, yeah that's I, that's so unfamiliar. Like we're in distance. Yeah, I feel like point. they'd be more racist. I've seen these pictures. Like I seen this black chick in Thailand. This black women the travel page I follow. Mm-hmm. They would take a picture of her like she was a goddamn alien, bro. Like stopping and wanting to take pictures with her, and wow. just walking by, snapping pictures and shit. We've been around white people so long that I feel like. I'm less likely to feel uncomfortable around white people than I am other races, excluding blacks. Like I'm most comfortable Whoa, around yeah. black people mm-hmm. easily. But when we're talking about the next in line. Well, yeah. Okay. And that, right. I probably, it's probably because I'm from the South too. If you're talking to somebody from LA, they would probably say Mexicans, right? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> well, if you're talking to somebody from yeah, New York, right. they may say it don't Italians. matter to them at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's just so many different ethnicities and groups in New York. Like they, they look at you like, like New Yorkers. Right. Race. You're just a New Yorker. Yeah. yeah. All of us got to take the train here together. It don't matter <laughs> yeah. what the fuck you is. That's a fact. I guess I think that matters. That's what makes New York great. That's what I liked about that experience. Is just so much different shit. It's like I'm a person. I'm a curious person anyway. Mm-hmm. So like all the different possibilities in New York. When I finally went to go travel, there, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I can hop on the train and I can be here and everything look like this. So I can hop on a train and be in the tourist bag or shit. I can go to Philly if I want to and be there in an hour. Like New York has that appeal. Like whatever you're looking for, you can find it. Good or bad. Especially now since weed is legal. And oh, it is in New York? Absolutely. They sell it at the bodegas and shit now. Well, huh. it's not actually legal in New York. It's legal. It's not non criminalized. And legal are two different things. They're just not going to prosecute you for it. You get a fine. It's legal in Jersey. Yeah, I'm mean, like on a lot of fire. You can have okay. up to like a sip of weed. People smoke weed like oh, out. So if you blowing a joint or something, then you it's... can just be blowing it down, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. So you was out there. You was feeling real good. <laughs> well, this was before then. This was around oh, okay. COVID time, so it hadn't happened yet. I need to go back now. I do want to go back, but I did do that in uh, Vancouver. That was pretty cool. Hmm. I didn't realize you could do that. Like I was just walking. I'm like, <laughs> it was like downtown in the crowded area. They wasn't trying to be at all. But then I just kept walking around and said, "You just smelt it all in the air." Vancouver is a dope place to go to, though. Wow, that's dope. 
I want. I would like. I always wanted to travel overseas, but I and I don't know. It's, it could be jaded. What's your? Huh? Wait, jaded? Why? Well, it's just. I just. I don't know. I always get this feeling, and maybe I just stick with it. But I just always get this feeling like I ain't gonna make it back over here. Oh my God! No, it's only thought. First of all, that's not true. You're gonna be like an American traveling abroad. If you're going to a safe place, you're the safest person now. They're gonna make sure nothing happens to Americans. Now, if you're out wilding, you go outside of the parameters of where you're supposed to be. I can't speak to that. What would you? You ever been out of the country? Nah. Where would you want to go? China. That would be your first. Nah, that's too much. Probably, probably want to go. Can- Canada would be first. I mean, if you want to go first, that'd be get my tiptoe, kind of tiptoe into it. Uh, Canada. I've heard a lot of great things about there. And then, like, you know, probably somewhere in Asia. Some, I don't mm, know. What's, you don't want to visit. My Africa. recommendation would be Caribbean yeah. for you. Caribbean. Caribbean places. Somewhere Bahamas, Jamaica. Um, what's the fuck is the name of that place? St. Port St. Lucie. Anything down in the Caribbean where they predominantly black, I think you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Especially Jamaica. I feel, I feel like the, the my favorite place that I've been is Jamaica and Belize. Mm. I feel like you would enjoy Jamaica. Excuse me. Without having to go all the way to Africa. Okay. Because as my um, stepbrother was explaining to me when he went to uh, Africa, you just get that feeling of blackness. And I got that. I was ex- he, the way he was explaining it was the same way I felt about Jamaica. Like you over there and it's just like all black people. Like what we were talking about really. But it's like a different. It ain't like all oh, we black people we here we the hood. For lack of a better. <laughs> yeah, well, like we here in somebody else's spot, so we gotta be mindful of these white people. You know how we Yeah, are I know, yeah. Of course, it's, uh, that's our know, regular being mindful of police and white people, bro. Being in a country where that don't matter, like all of us are black, the police look like me, the mayor, that's everybody crazy. around this motherfucker look and sound like me. That shit is so refreshing to be around for a couple of days because you kind of you don't realize the weight that you're carrying for being here and worrying about white yeah. folks and this and that. Over there, it's just like we all black, bro. Like they little favorite thing. It's gonna build. It's what, what the fuck was they saying? No worries, man. That's a little favorite thing. No worries, <laughs> man. No worries. Anytime you got a question or some shit, yeah. no worries, man. No worries. But I that was that. I w- I would plan that for you, wifey, and even the the little one. Like y'all okay. probably can get some good tickets and some good time over there, but I one million percent know you would enjoy that. Uh, the reason, and I'm glad I hit it here. The reason I, I guess, part of the hesitation, we talked about like you know having previous situations and then it not working out. I think the more I get to learn learn about you, and I I know, I got an idea of your tolerance. Mm. So what it makes me think is, let me not get overly obsessive with my process in certain ways because I don't want to push push it in his court and he just be like you know what I'm good because you already said you say I'm not going to come out my way it's like if you're supposed to do something or whatever I'm just going to leave it where it is so I'm like that's my concern that's why I don't want to get overly obsessive because I can with certain things because that's my mind is constantly creating and thinking things so that's why I'm not always the most comfortable when communicating certain things with you that makes sense um my feedback or advice on it would be first i get what you're saying yeah secondly with me it's always i'm 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 not gonna if i feel like that you've put forth 
thought to it. Okay. Like a lot of times, like what we've discussed about people think that your presence is intimidating. They think that you got shit all put together. They'll come to you with problems and try to get you to solve them for them hmm. versus, hey, here's my idea. Here's how I want to execute it. What do you think? I'm fine with that. I have my tolerances through the roof for that <laughs> versus, uh, hey, man, I was thinking this, but it's really an incomplete thought. What do you think? How would you do it? Mm -hmm. Can you really solve this for me? Tell me what you think. And then I'll go off what you say. Uh, that makes me think ah oh, you was just thinking of something now you want my idea and then you want to hash it out so you can tell me that i'm wrong <laughs> and you weren't thinking the same thing okay. as me and we going in this back and forth thing about yeah. whose idea is better um, uh I've, yeah. okay i i don't because i think that people sometimes think that i think that i'm gonna be right all the time and i'm not I, i'm open to having the discussions mm -hmm. i'm one of the most open-minded people i know yeah of course that's easy for me to say <laughs> all right, I mean, of course you know but, but I, I think you're pretty open-minded i i yeah, like, I'll second I, that i'm gonna have the conversation with you i ain't gonna just shut it down yeah. so that's that's 100 why i'm always like if, if you're gonna bring something to me i this is what I, my problem this is what i'm thinking about it this is how i'm thinking about solving do you have any input if not i'm gonna go ahead and do this mm -hmm. oh, okay you cool with it i'm doing it it's done like mm -hmm. we out of it ain't nothing i gotta do or sign off on or anything of that nature mm -hmm. and i think that gives people the uh like I, I similar to like lebron james and his team and the people that he built around him I'm sure that he wasn't hovering over them being like, hey, man, you got to do this this way and do this this way. Look, I'm going to put you in a room with the people that know how to do it. You're going to watch them figure it out. You're going to figure out your way to start figuring it out like they do. And we're going to build a fucking empire. That's how it works. I'm open to that because I think that's that's how I learn. Now, everybody don't learn that way. Everybody. Some people need more handholding. I don't think you one of them people. though. You're yeah. creative. I think sometimes you just need to like. I'm thinking this is good. I'm thinking this is right. You just need to. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Go ahead. Do it. So she's just being like, I'm going to do it. Nigga, fuck what you talking about. This is what I came up with. Cool. Let's run it. Like, I don't mind that energy. Like, because I got yeah. the energy sometimes. I'm only yeah. child. I'm naked sometimes. Like, bro, I don't care what you think. Like, I'm like most of my friends that grew up with me look at me like that. Like, Lou going to do whatever he going to look. Lou, once he got his mind on it, this shit. Like, See, I was asking this dude about yeah. some golf clubs today. And he was like, because I already bought like a standard beginner set of golf clubs. And I okay. was telling him I'm going to go get fitted and get my swing right. And he was like, well, I don't think you need to. Of course, as a white dude, you can tell by my voice. <laughs> I don't think you need to do that yet. You know, you're just getting good with your clubs. You may as well stick them out for another season and blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. And I don't, he kind of knows me, but not really. Like, he's familiar with me. He was looking at my face. He said, but, I mean, I know you, Lou. You're just going to do whatever you want to anyway, regardless of what I tell you. Okay. Yeah. As long as you know it, don't take yeah. offense to it. It's cool. But what right. were you about to say, my boy? Uh, my, my, my wife knows that about me, though. Like, she yeah. she under, she will say that. It's like, but I know you're going to do, you know, you're going to do what you're going to do. But, you know, in this territory, it's such a new space. You know what I mean? Like, maybe not. It may not be as new for you as it is for me. Um, but it's such a new space to build a partnership. I spoke about it on the mailbag, but building a partnership ahead of a, a friendship or a brotherhood, this is very new territory. You know what I mean? So it's so the foundation of what we have is still being established. Yes. Because if you're if you're potting with your homeboy or your friend, we can drop the pod. We still homeboys. 
Yeah, you have a familiarity. You see what I'm saying? Me and you, we're building something here. So it's like, for me, it's it's kind of like on a tightrope. And I don't navigate everything being scary, but it's just, so to speak. I don't want this nigga to go dark on me. And yeah, because like, when you add that on to like the nonchalant, like, all right, whatever. Like that That's makes right. it nerve wracking a little bit. But as I keep getting to know you, I'm like, because you just don't come off. We can get into the show, but you just don't come off like the type. Like, you know how women be like, uh, uh, fight for it. You know, like they be no, like, I'm not. Exactly. That's probably one of my biggest things. See, yeah, it, like I talk about that in therapy like that. I, I don't have that. In, even. Yeah. Like as a as a career, like being in sales, you're supposed to have that. And I just I don't like convincing people of shit. I don't want you. I don't want to have to convince you. I'm gonna lay the facts out here. I'm gonna let you know what's going on. You make the best decision for you, but don't let Lou be the reason that you do it. I don't. I hate that. I don't know why where that came from, where it stems from. Again, I'm somehow still be hashing out in therapy, but I have a real problem of like convincing you to do something. Well, like you don't think you're credible. Play. You don't think you're credible enough for somebody to say I did this because Lou did it. That's a good question. I've never <laughs> thought about it from that sense. Yeah, that's that's a good question. You're I'm right. You did do this because of me. That's cool, bro. Shouts out to you. I, I, I never even looked at it like that. I look at it like that. That the reason that's a good question because I look at it and it's just the opposite. This nigga not gonna blame me and be like, man, Lou told me to do it. <laughs> okay. Now, now you calling me? All man, right, you so told you kind of like, gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta like take, that. yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. You gotta take both sides of the and, coin. And I feel like it maybe is just from life experiences that I've gotten more of the whether I've given you advice and it was good or bad or not. I always hear back on the man, nigga, you told me to do that versus, <laughs> yeah, I see you over there flourishing off yeah. the idea that I gave you, my nigga. You're welcome. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, no, I don't want to convince you. I'm just gonna lay the facts out here and you deal with it on your own. That let me tell you what that That's weighed heavily in. That yeah. weighed heavily in like like I, the reason I haven't been in a lot of relationships like with like that weighs okay. heavily in like courting women. I'm not okay. trying. So to how, how does that work? What do you mean? Like in what you way? Just, you, you just got to get down with the wave. Oh, like, so you're like, saying like like I'm not going <laughs> to try to sell you as the man I am. Yeah, for us like to I do. ain't trying to. I, ain't, I don't want to. And 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 that's I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying that I'm right, some special Negro because I don't like to do that. But it's it's hard for me to get in that bag of like you said fighting yeah. for it. Or, okay. Like I'm gonna go all out and I want to impress this person, so I'm gonna do this. Man, fuck all of that. But, but so check this I out. That's just my personality. No, okay. So if you're put in a space, yeah. we're not gonna use like an American item. Let's say you on a stage somewhere, whatever. Mm-hmm. You give your you you. They say why should we pick you, Lou? For mm-hmm. this opportunity to say it's podcast and whatever, you give your elevator pitch that you already got worked on. I say, okay, that that was pretty good, but why this? And they keep going further and further. You just gonna you're not gonna try to sell it at some point, like yo, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I gotta get past. I'm just my- gonna keep referencing my work. Like I'm here for a reason. Like that I, that's what I'm passionate about. Like when we're doing this, when I'm yeah. in the moment, mm-hmm. like if we talking about sports or somebody come like. One thing that people have learned about me, let's say in the workplace, like I'm a big Cowboys fan, so I'm not this big conversational person. However, if I'm off to myself, I don't look like I don't want to be bothered or whatever it may be. How people try to break that wall. Hey, man, you're Cowboys. Like they'll come talking to me about the Cowboys and I can't don't want to just be an asshole. I'm like, bro, get out of my face. Okay. So you have to engage with that. 
but that came from every time people hear me talking about sports or cowboys or mm-hmm. they'll do it with podcasting did you see this such and such because mm-hmm. i speak about that so confidently because that's what i'm selling when i'm in my mode when i'm doing what i do when we're doing the thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna do the goddamn thing i'm going all out like if we in my relationship my girl would get mad at me like if we're trying to put something together and like okay. got the direction and shit like i'm so serious like okay. i don't, don't want to play don't joke don't mm-hmm. joke because i couldn't figure this out like i'm just i'm quiet uh-huh. like because I, I, i'm in the mode i'm doing the thing okay that's when i do my selling or that's when i want the work to speak for itself i don't want to have to convince you past that I know okay. that it kind of holds me up from places and things okay. okay and i'm working on that not saying that it's a perfect thing but i do know that that's okay. a thing about me. like it's it 100 i do know that okay okay before i, I said yeah. that were you there with it with what with, it's like what? even articulating that like that yeah, that's yeah yeah, yeah the most saying yeah, that like yeah. what you're saying yes exactly right. yeah because i was you like been like yeah had you been another way about it like all right sell me on i'm like bruh Go listen to episode <laughs> such and such and such and such. I mean, it's, like I almost I hate being I don't like performative stuff. I guess it got to do with the dancing. Okay, like, I don't like a motherfucker being. Why, like, why, why is it? Because right, tell me about it. Okay, why is it? Because of where it leaves you afterwards. After I just you, don't. The, maybe it's I just maybe it's egotistical. I just don't feel like that I should have to tap dance for nobody. Like I feel like my talent is there and should be visible. Okay. And whatever I, the presentation is, and again, I'm not saying that this is right. I just it just rubs me the wrong way. Like we always talk about, you listen on deck when those okay. guys go in there and they dance, they oh, fucking song to the board. Desk. Oh my god, yeah, bro, that makes my blood boil. Yeah, but I, that's how I feel when people be like, oh, "Okay, convince me." Mm-hmm. Like a girl be like, "Oh, you got to show me you want me." Oh, okay. Deuces. Okay, all right. Now, see, I think. See, now that now you dig into the layer, cause bro. like I wish you all like the like prove to me like like I am with you when it comes to the relationship thing. I'm definitely not the fight for it. Like if I'm yeah, totally I outside with if, the roses in the rain, bro. If like, these eighteen, these twelve, these five years I already gave you ain't enough to show you, then I mean, look, I'm not about to do some miraculous today. However, when it comes to our space here, uh. I've been learning to get more flexible pause if necessary just because it's going to take more it, you, Drake said that line trying to be better than good enough and so I feel like a product is great I imagine you feel like it as well you you're you're you got your hand in a lot of different product in regards to these this podcast space but if I need to get to a certain space in order to get you on board I'm open to that I I I'm not because I believe in what I'm doing. So I don't look at it necessarily like tap dancing. I'm looking at it like, oh, I'm going to put a little more seasoning on what's already established. You know what I mean? It's like because I'm not going to go away from what's the foundation. The foundation is this this show or whatever it is I'm presenting. Like, okay, tell me a little more. I'm still not quite getting the angle, the black man, the the elevate. Oh, okay. Let me go a little bit further. So here's the angle that we're taking. I'm going to keep going. And I'm not the salesman, but I'm going to keep going because when I already have the belief system and what we present, I don't I don't I don't look at it as, you know, tap dancing or I'm going out my way. I'm going to sell you still might be like, I don't care. <laughs> but if if that window's open and I, I got I got to go straight to the lane, I'm not doing a Reggie Miller layup, bro. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Someone goes, hey, tell me what your show is about. Mm-hmm. And you break it down. Okay. 
and they say, oh, I don't, I don't think I'm interested in it. What's your next move? Uh, I mean, I would ask, maybe I ask why not. <laughs> see, now, see, I'm I like, sound like I'm a salesman. <laughs> now, nah, see, I sound like a salesman. Salesman won't let you walk away. And I ain't Bex. no salesman, but you ain't yeah, supposed Bex. to let her walk away. They're like, well, can I ask you why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's yeah, the see, that, that play? It, you're right. Yeah, it is. Okay. And, and But we're talking about personalities and being transparent in that. Mm-hmm. To me, like I weigh so much into the interaction. Like I'm paying attention to why you said why. Was you listening when I explained it to mm-hmm. you? Maybe was you an audio person? But if I feel like you just fucking with me and you like you looking for more, so you throwing uh, I don't know. I mean, I may not check it out. Okay, cool. Here's the link. Go check it out if you need to. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like it's genuine mm-hmm. and they looking for more and they like, oh well, I don't know if I get that man and. Can you give me an example? Like, as much as they gonna be engaged with it, I will be, because okay. I feel like that it's genuine. But mm-hmm. if it's on some, eh, if you, I guess it's like if you on some nonchalant shit, if you matching my energy, I get the fuck out of my face. Okay, we're gonna leave it there. Move then. On. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm with on. you on that. I'm with you on that, man. All right. Well That's said, bro. Right.